We're creeping through the castle. I hope we don't get spotted this week on The Hapless Heroes. We're trying not to leave a trace. Welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. Let's start this evening the same way we start every evening, by introducing our cast. Starting from my right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. To his right we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Trying to be sneaky is difficult. To his right we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. All right, all right, all right. To his right, we have Zach as Pregnart. I'm very sneaky. This is my sneaky voice. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. At my service. To his right, we have James as Hoblet, the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. We return in the middle of a... uh, Stealth espionage mission. Metal Gear Solid, this uh, really is not. Um, it's a, little, a lot less metal, a lot more stone, and I don't know. I don't really care to take that uh, that uh, pun metaphor thing any further. So uh, you guys are hiding. Baron our true silver has departed off into uh, some direction. You're not really sure which. But she's definitely left a bit of a, a little bit of a destruction in her wake. Which is a way to, you know, this, this should be sort of our uh, baseline as far as this is what it would be like if we do cross paths with this grieving goddess. So I say we proceed with extreme caution. Yeah, we she pulverized have, like, a table that Hoblet was going to hide under, right? <laughs> Right, and myself, Jarrell, and Hoblet have been blessed with uh, Quinn's Cat's Grace magic, so hopefully um, all of us can be as sneaky as possible. And neither Hoblet nor myself are wearing our armor. Um, shall we try to go back in and hopefully pick the right direction? Let's shall. Okay. <laughs> um, Felix yeah, is... um, all y'all who can see in the dark, you just lead the way. But don't don't forget about me. Did you just say see in the dork? There could be a couple that of dorks in here. That was what you took here. out of that. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably more than one dork in here. Okay? I guess so. <laughs> I'm all seeing right, a few uh, dorks. Felix is going to go with a super secret, super special dark vision, walk up to the door that was also previously impaled by one of the table legs, I think it was, from the room, because um, Baron R. Trusover, like just literally hucked it through the door um, yes. and try to try to crack it back open and 
you know, just but be very careful just in case like that table leg is wide enough to like, you know, hit the the door jam sort of, you know, as it's opening. And I'm just going to do it very slowly, just wide enough so that we can all fit through. Yeah, that you know, plays out exactly like you think it would then. Okay, good. And what, is, what does this room layout look like in a, again? It was there's two uh, doors on the far end, a destroyed table in the middle, and some candles. One of which I drained the oil out of, thinking that it would be um, useful to prevent squeaking indoors later. And a very detectable uh, alteration of our surroundings. <laughs> I have an idea. Yes. When we walk into this room, I'd like to flip down my magic detection goggles. Now this is a this is a stretch. But being that Baron Artrusilver herself is a goddess, right? Someone who is literally just like a magical, like celestial being. Um, is there any trace on the floor or on the doors, any sort of residue of magic to maybe indicate which direction she went? If we're quick about it, I can just use divine sense. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's probably more... Yeah, but it's not going to tell you exactly which direction, right? It's 60 like, feet, so it'll let me know which... If we if we go unless in there quickly... Unless there's shit in the way. Unless there's shit in the way. It's behind total cover, right? You're correct in that. Yes, and all of those doors down uh, each of the three hallways out of here are closed. Well, I, I can... I, so here, here's what it says. As an action, I can sense a celestial within 60 feet until the end of my turn... I sense the type and location if it is not behind total cover. So is it all or nothing? If it's behind total cover, I don't I don't sense it. I would read from that that you sense that there is something, but that you are not entitled to know the type or the location if there is any cover, just that something uh, is. It, and that probably wouldn't, wouldn't re- even really help up here because there's a lot of stuff up here. That is potentially the case. I can't tell you for sure or for not for that. But if you are in the middle of a room with three doors all equally distant, uh, once she leaves that radius, you won't know which way. True. Um, so so with my original inquiry then about the goggles, is that too much of a stretch for like what essentially detect magic is going to allow me to do? It's yeah, detect is. magic isn't going to do that. Um because, yeah, like, detect other things wouldn't necessarily trace where they were, just where they I currently are. I figured. I just thought I'd try. Um, yeah, no, you can't get what you don't ask for, so. And But that being said, since I'm already surveying the room with these goggles, is there anything magical about any of the doors or my surroundings at all? Is there any magic that I'm detecting just in our immediate surroundings? Everything is sort of a low-level base magical like you can see the weave going through it but nothing particularly stands out um there's maybe a little more behind the torches than you think there might be okay um other than that no nothing here one more um line of investigation here um and this might be literally just be an investigation but I'd like to see if, because of the fact that she also just trashed this room, 
Um, there might, you know, debris, dust, all that stuff is probably all over the place now. Like, you know, this is this, since everything's been disturbed in here. Can I see maybe if I, with an investigation check if I can find any sort of like footprints or any trace of maybe a direction that she would have walked? Hmm. Um, that's worth an investigation check, sure. Sweet. Oh, yeah, 18. Oh, an 18, yeah. Um, so you can kind of tell through the trail of, you know, light dust that it looks like uh, possibly she left out of the north door. Okay. So we're not going to go that direction. I say we go. We came in from the south, I think you were saying, right? As you came as... in from the south, yes. I'd like to go east. Okay, east. Uh, and just as a note, the actual exit to the wall itself would be to the west. Just, you know, for your own orientation. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going north, like, the battle coming is to the west outside that wall. To the east goes deeper in. But, I mean, you don't know one way from the other what will get you where, so... No, it's true. I guess you're, I mean, you're right. Thanks for the orientation yeah. at least, but like, yeah. you know, depending on how these chambers go, right, there could be a lot of different paths and whatnot. I feel like it might, I don't know, is it too obvious for us to go to the West with that sort of knowledge? I'll leave it up to the group. Which way, team? Left or right, Shoot. essentially? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's, should you like, roll for something to, to like, I feel like Felix would conceivably have like a pretty good like internal compass like sense of direction like he's not been blindfolded this whole time when we we're like entering this space yeah no but I've never been here before so I couldn't tell you which way I, is the actual right way to go or traverse this like section of this fortress right so I mean is there no distinguishing factor between doors? One of the doors isn't larger than the other. There's no ornate detail on one and plain handle on the other. Could I make an investigation of the western door? Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. 17 plus 5, 23. Or 22. Okay. 22. The, door, the door itself is... <clears throat> more or less identical to the others. Um, it has uh, brass hardware. Um, the door itself appears to be some sort of uh, stained light wood. Would I discern this is still like a, just a residential dwelling? And it uh, appears to be a residential door? At least for this room, yes. Okay. Hedrick's going to whisper over... I don't want to turn any lights out on in here. But it just seems to me this is a regular door over here. If there's anything unique on that side, maybe we should just follow your instincts. Well, my initial instinct was to go the opposite direction of technically where yeah. we're supposed to be going. Okay, let's go east. Okay. To the east, you east have... an anagram of eats, so I like it. <laughs> Well, technically, West is an anagram of stew. Does that fix anything? That makes the decision harder, but... Yeah. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, West is the best, and I'd rather like Stu. My head is spinning. (laughs) Okay, off to the west, you enter another hallway uh, fairly identical. No, we said east. Yes, you did say east, east because I need to uh, say what I mean and what I'm actually doing on my map and not what what just leaks out of my mouth sometimes. You are going to the east. I am drawing to the east over here. And the hallway, as you open the door, continues on for another 25 feet. And there is another door. Who's, is there who's a, leading is there, us? Is there a keyhole? Um, oh. That's something you would have to investigate the door to find out about. Pregnart investigates the door. That is a nine. <laughs> nine. Well, I mean, you know, this is pretty binary, and I, I don't feel like you fail that hard at an average roll. So, I mean, there there is a keyhole. Pregnart looks through it. Uh, Pregnard can look through it and see a whole bunch of light, and that's really about it. Love to see it. Literally? Yes, I do literally love to see light. Um, alright, Pregnard whispers this, uh, this finding <laughs> to his, his comrades. I'd say we try to go in then. All right. Should we maybe maybe have our paladin leading the the charge, so to speak? Our, our naked paladin? paladin. Oh yeah, that's right. That's I'm, right. I'm not Y'all loud maybe. or naked. <laughs> I'm wearing. My He's best. wearing appropriate clothes. Yeah. Right. He's I wearing am not. Appropriate yes. clothes. I didn't make that clear. I, we I'm remember not. you're just wearing a codpiece. We yeah, all know. Just Thank a codpiece. Oh, yes. <laughs> it has been noted. <laughs> And for a dwarf, it's a very impressive-sized codpiece. <laughs> I'm sure. Above average? Slightly. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The room you enter... is significantly longer than it is wide. It's maybe about 15 feet wide. But, let's see about... 20, 30, 40, 50, about 60 feet long. Okay. There appears to be some sort of balcony on both the north and south walls, but uh, you can't access them from here. Interesting. They we see them. You do see them if you look up there about 20 feet up on either side. Okay, so they're above us. Got it. They are above. You can see what looks like uh, a railing of some kind. At the far end of this room, there is another door. Uh, Lining the walls are more of those sorts of like little low kind of, uh, you know, tables that are along the wall, a few mirrors some sconces every now and again. How high are the balconies? They're about 20... Did I say 20 feet up? Yeah. Mm. Sounds right, yeah. 
So maybe plus about three feet of railing. Okay. Elk knees on both sides. What do you suppose this space is? I mean, it looks like an ambush. Okay, let's not start thinking about ambushes yet. We still are technically in friendly territory. Just, you know, we have a... What kind of a room is this? I mean, it looks like an entryway or some sort of, you know, promenade where people be walking down here and then you got people up there watching? I mean... Who knows, man? Uh, We could debate what this room could be used for when there's not a dangerous grieving goddess roaming the halls. Hobble, is this a dwarven thing? I come from the mountains. This is not my style. I'm not sure why a dwarf would put a room so high. It's like <laughs> a lot of work. Well, again, That's right there. Dwarven gods much larger than That's true too. Dwarves. Dwarven god, dwarven brain. <laughs> fair uh you said there's one door at the end of this room though this long- yes there's a door at the end and uh that's all you can see from here it's tough to tell whether there are doors up on the balcony just because the angles you're looking up I could, they would I could, be obscured by the railings you know i can i'll send slim up and take a look oh yeah slim flying up would see that there appear to be french doors uh maybe about oh 10 feet wide up on uh, both the north and the south, about in the center of these balconies. The balconies themselves are maybe only about five feet deep and run the entire length of the room. I think that maybe if we were higher up, it might be less easy to spot us when we're not at ground level where, you know, Goddess True Silver seems to be roaming at the moment. Yep. But I can reverse gravity and we can go up there. One other thing you notice is that there are racks of... uh, of primed and ready to fire crossbows up here. Oh, that's not good. About okay. 10 of them up here. And it looks like maybe another 10 on some racks on the other side, but they're just racked. They're not. Like, yeah, they are racked. They have bolts. They have strings on them, but not tightened. Okay. Like they are essentially ready for guards to load up and start firing, presumably down into the skill box. Oh. Can, can Slim see how we get up there? I I, I can do it. I can. I was gonna say gravity. Wait, no 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 no. Pray dart. Not necessary. We have ropes and grappling hooks, but also oh, yeah. I can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can jump your ass up there. So <laughs> yeah, maybe, but it's not as much fun. I just maybe would hate. T- I would hate to use this spell just to climb up to, like, a balcony. I feel like that is, like, you are blowing such a huge spell on such a mundane movement. Um, Pregnard, if that lady catches us, you have my full permission to anti-gravity harass just so we can (laughs) get our way out of here, okay? All right. All right, fire it up. So, uh, who among us has rope and grappling hooks? I brought the climber's kit from the boat. That's perfect. Well, I guess, uh, Hedrick, why don't you just sling a grappling hook up there and we can try to climb up. Just watch me. We're going, let's go north, like the north balcony. Okay. 
How did I never refill my rope? <laughs> That's Damn not it, you, I'm bud. So, I'm so bad at that. Yeah, we had we had all the opportunity to do it. Well, to be f- no, we did not because we used it in Legredex, and it's not like we had anywhere to resupply since then. Oh, right. I forgot that's where I used it last. Oh, Jarrell, you've had a lot on your plate. That's why you have me. I'll carry your rope. It's no big deal. So I will sling up. I have a grappling hook, climber's kit, so I know I can. 20 feet. The issue is going to be an iron grappling hook on an, on an ornate railing. Let me throw it. I have special grace from Quinn. I, but but Hedrick just has like actual grace that he ac- actually has. <laughs> <laughs> he has like, like raw natural like talent. Natural, yeah, exactly. This, the magic Wait, that is coursing. This, is, this magic... is an athletics check. I would say I am pretty good at those. So, oh my god! I'm 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 not even going to use the grappling hook. I have tumbling fool, which grants me a climbing speed equal to my current speed, and I am excellent at tumbling and flipping. So if I can do sort of one acrobatics check to run up the wall and flip onto the balcony. I'm just going to hold the rope out and drop it down to He's you He's going to fucking style on us, this guy. Right. Mario double it's quiet. jump. <laughs> it's quiet. You know, I, I might make a lot of noise all the time, but I, so I know how to be quiet. I can do this. I'm also, like, very, uh, well, I have an acrobatics proficiency. Can I, like, act as sort of, like, uh, like a step stool? Like, you can, can, I, that, can I crouch that's, down? That's, he can that's launch the help my action. for an assist. That's I'm gonna the help Yoshi action. jump. I'm gonna Yoshi jump off of. Right. Uh... <laughs> you, as I say, you'd essentially be you'd essentially be giving Hedrick advantage on this check as long as Dave says it's cool. Well, you know, why the hell not? I, I I like when you guys work as a team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Twenty nine. Does that does that do it? Yeah, it probably doesn't. You fall down and you hurt yourself. And you die. <laughs> <laughs> we need it we needed at least a thirty. So yeah, uh Hedrick's gonna give Pregnard a little wink and then he's gonna tie his rope off and lower the rope. And the rest there of us will it. climb it like normal people. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Pregnard definitely does not climb it like a normal person, but yeah. <laughs> Relatively <it>. speaking, <laughs> like a perfectly inconspicuous frog person. Why do you ask? Um, when the Last of Us are up, you know, I'm just gonna poke Hedrick, make sure he, you know, grabs his rope and like unties it. Right, like let's mm-hmm. not leave a trace that mm-hmm. we went up here. Um, yep. All right. Okay. My, my only my only concern is um, your intuition led you to believe that she went to the north, and now we're on the north side. Who's to say she doesn't just climb up some stairs and find herself in the room beyond these French doors we were looking at? I mean, true, but this is also the direction we need to go. So, okay. um, I just I don't know. I mean, okay, you said there's French doors. Are they like, is there like glass yes. in them or are they like there, there is There is glass. And instead of being, you know, all, you know, elegant and such, it's actually quite angular and dwarven, but still done in glass and wood. 
Like all of the, you know, it's all nice, sharp, you know, you know, squarish edges, you know, some kind of chamfer looking things in the corners. Um, you know, even some, uh, you know, runish looking uh, shapes and motifs. No specific runes to speak of on this to read, but yeah, they look like dwarven French glass doors. It's now, our, our goal again is to go open a gate for the Valen's, army Valen's Valen's army to move through essentially yeah, yeah get past this set of uh quarters uh that uh, this goddess is going that this goddess is in and they, reinforce a garrison and uh yeah cuz this is a massive fortress right so like there needs to be a shortcut essentially from where the troops currently are to where to the defensible position mm-hmm. at the other end of where like an attack is coming based on Valen's map that she had like on the table. So um Dave like some sort of yeah, so oh, go ahead. No, that's okay. All the crop we're in the room with the crossbows. You are on the north balcony. There are crossbows, about ten of them on uh, racks up here, yes. Okay. There are another ten crossbows on racks on the balcony across from you. Um there is also another set of French doors on that side. I want to disarm these crossbows. Why? They're not they're gonna be used to kill things that we want them Why? to kill. I thought that they were gonna fight us. I thought this was what? a bad fortress. They, I, I, they, are the crossbows gonna stand up on their own and shoot us from where they are mounted on racks? No, aren't there other sol like who aren't there bad guy soldiers somewhere? I am no, Lord Jarelbelight. Balan's <laughs> army is not going to shoot me in the ass. I not with that attitude. I was also under the impression that like people could be breaking into this fortress and like like, anything. Right. This is not like our guys coming in are going to have their own bows and arrows. Like, right. They don't need these guys bows and arrows. I think we come to the war without bows and arrows like that's fucking dumb. (laughs) It's It's the first rule of war. It's like war 101. That's day one. Bring but extra own bows and arrows. <laughs> like you can't just count on someone <laughs> leaving a bunch of armed bow and arrows there for you. B Y O B A A. Actually, scratch that because the Taliban we just left them a whole bunch of shit. So oh, maybe I, I, hey, 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 I guess that is how war works. This is a but fantasy podcast. Let's not let's not get into IRL shit here. Well, Reagan was really into trickle-down economics and trickle-down warfare. You provide your future enemies with the weapons ahead of time that makes See? war way more efficient later on. So I yeah, just I think I read about more lucrative and more lucrative. I yeah, both like... Reagan and R. Kelly were into trickle-down stuff. Okay, oh. you know what? No. All I wanted <laughs> to do was disarm some crossbows. That's all I wanted to do. These oh, crossbows. You, oh, good. Well, I now we're into a, the PP joke. I joke and you take yourself back to the plot. This is how it's going <laughs> to be. Learning. These uh, crossbows are specifically for our troops. How am I supposed to know that? Can I just ask a question? Is that we are in a friendly fortress. <laughs> okay. Hoblet. I mean, there's a lady chasing us, and I guess we're, like, trying to open a gate. She's not chasing us. She's distraught. The little mother of your, like, dwarven religion. She's not chasing us, but if she finds us, she's going to be pissed. Yeah. Maybe. So we don't let her find us and hopefully reunite her. smelling like other women. Right. And we also need to reunite her with the spirit of her deceased husband, 
who now is embodied within Zero, who we need to also bring here through some similar portal opening shenanigans. So well, have we tried leave? inviting him? Then to the fans that were paying attention fully, I guess, and knew what was going on, I'm sorry for my bad idea. <laughs> and to the fans like me who thought we were in fucking enemy territory doing some shit, you're welcome for pointing out an obvious solution just, to a problem that doesn't just, exist. I guess. Just never even once did we suggest we were in hostile territory. We I are just felt like we were being sneaky and running. and Yes, like, to not alert the distraught goddess widow who will just who's who's obviously going through something right now and we don't want to be in the path of whatever that is that is the only danger quote unquote here so in fact it's probably better and now i'm going to go my felix voice because really honestly i just need to explain this in character it's better that we leave nothing disturbed so that she doesn't realize that someone's been here and sabotaged her things you idiot period and let's fucking go. There's nothing up here. <sighs> so. so there's two French wooden doors. Yep, Hoblet's going through them. If you can't, <laughs> yes. The dwarven yep. French doors. Hoblet, yep. you go through them. Do you open the doors first? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're trying not to leave a trace. So With this kind of piece. Okay, well, I feel like it's <laughs> What the fuck, man? <laughs> I, I was just mad he didn't understand where we were. <laughs> so you're taking it was out that on a me? Felix imitation? That was that was crazy. So you're taking it out on me. I'm trying not to leave a trace. So Hoblet in his best naked codpiece, not leaving a trace, is gonna gently open the fucking doors. Sarcastically. Yeah. Sarcastically perhaps, open the doors. Perhaps stick his butt out and like, you know, whatever. He has his pinky them. out. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. He has his lips pursed, pinky yeah. out, and he goes ooh and opens the door so gently. <laughs> he does, and you know, just cushioning it, he leaves nary a trace, not but one cheek print on the door. For sure, careful. Oh, smudge on the glass. Careful, Carol. That's what my friends used to call me. It's taken us almost 30 minutes IRL to get through two rooms. I just want to put right. that out there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. If this is oh, your right. job, I was saying. <laughs> and then you had to be like, I want to disarm crossbows. Well, I was going to do it while you all were fucking around. I wasn't going to like make a big thing out of it. I was going to go walk and cut a couple strings. Bing, 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 bing. Take eight seconds. Let's fucking go. The room you have entered... <laughs> Appears to be a um, some sort of staging room of some sort. Um, there's a couple of tables along the back wall, maybe about 15 feet wide, that appear to be uh, weapons workbenches of some sort. Uh, looks back like there the are. North wall again. Yes, it would be the north wall of this room as you uh, as you've entered. I apologize. Um, there appear to be two crossbows on each of those tables that are disassembled and in various states of repair and or disrepair. Uh, there are three swords on a um, rack mounted on the wall in between the two tables. On the east wall, there is a door in the middle of the wall. Uh, also, in the southwest corner of this room, there appears to be a spiral uh, staircase that uh, goes up. Just um, It appears to be some sort of wrought iron. It's maybe only about five feet around. One person can go up at a time. 
Now, the room we're in, is is it level with us then? There's no below us, right? It's like... There's no below you in this room, no. It's okay. level with the balcony, which is so 20 these, feet So above these stairs the, going up go above even higher than where we are now. Yes, they do. That spiral yeah. staircase is like a pregnant magnet. Yeah. I say we go up. I, 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 but just where were the other doors? I'm sorry, just one more time. Uh, there is a door on the east wall in the center of it. So this room is about 25 feet deep as you entered in the center uh, south there and 60 feet wide, the same width as the length of the room that you had just exited. Now, I might be forgetting, I might be forgetting, but the gate they were supposed to open is to the east, isn't it? To the west. Oh, west, I'm sorry. Okay. West and north. There's the gate there. There's also there's that magical anvil, right, that was supposed to be able to do a lot of like really interesting stuff including like bridging gaps to like other realms which is how we were going to hopefully bring zero here as well so, oh yeah. and kanye west order is northwest right oh my god and we're trying to go west north shut up shut up just stop <laughs> go disarm some crossbows you dummy <laughs> I'm going to put together the crossbows that are on the bench. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to fix these ones. Sarcastically. I hear the spiral staircase in the southwest was a bit of a frog bank. I'm all about it. Uh, well. Yeah. Pregnant was all over that. He's like really just like as soon as we got in there and he saw that, he was like all, already over there craning his neck looking up. Yep, and that staircase goes maybe about 20 feet up, just high enough to get above the top of this room. That was in the southwest of the room? Yes, it's in the southwest of this room. Okay. At the top of that, there is a 10-foot-wide hallway that goes south about 10, 20, 30, about 40 feet, and it has a spiral staircase going down in the southwest uh, end of that hallway. Mm, that might just go to the other, like the other balcony area. Okay. That doesn't help. Wait, so Pregnart makes it to the top of that and it's just a dark hallway that goes to another spiral staircase? A dimly lit hallway, but yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, it's, it's just a way to get over to the other side and whatever might be over there. <laughs> Can Pregnart... Uh, and investigate the uh, the swords. Pregnard absolutely can investigate the swords. Ooh, that's a uh, seventeen. A seventeen. They are three dwarven long swords, and they are all of excellent workmanship and quality. They are possibly masterworks. probably shouldn't take one all three are identical well i guess they have they've got they got triples i don't know maybe i should take one like if we're gonna take one we should take all three because then they might be like oh hey where'd we put those swords down oh maybe someone moved them leave nothing disturbed (laughs) all right and they're master swords yeah. Somebody was making some annoying rule about not taking things and stealing and stuff whatever Master work, <laughs> which means they would be plus one long swords. They're not used to kill Ganondorf. Um, or they might kill um, Ganondorf. I mean, maybe. <laughs> the, the spiral staircase, it, it just goes to a stupid hallway to another one. 
I really want to go down that one, but it seems like a waste of time. Let's go to the east. I mean, I'm also curious, to be honest with you. It's just that, you know, I don't know if that's going to... Pregnart hears that, and he goes right up that spiral staircase and over to the other one and looks down it. That's all he needed. Well, sticking your head down, uh, it strikes you that the first thing you uh, sense is less what you see and more what you smell. Oh, yeah? Yes. Something has definitely died over here. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's okay, definitely should, go over there. We should try to figure out what that is, maybe. All right, what All is right. it? Let's go. Let's I go back reason. and report. I go back and report that. And uh, is are people following back up the spiral staircase? And over For to the information. One? And to see maybe where that room leads. Because you know what? I also haven't seen anything that's going to start leading us west yet. Outside so, of the door that left the first room you entered. Right. So, right. and I, I have a half a mind to start going back that way if we don't really start finding any sort of path towards our actual destination. This um, seems like a good clue. Yeah, let's let's check it out. I'll go with Pregnart and just check that out really quick because I also have that super special dark vision anyways. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we're going uh, to look at a dead body, let's go see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Felix and Pregnart go through the access hallway to the spiral staircase on the other side. Uh -huh. This room is completely dark, but uh, yes, Felix would be able to see through it just fine with dark vision. I probably could too then, huh? Devil's sight. You possibly could too. Maybe not to the exact range that Felix could, but as this room is only about 60 feet at its longest dimension, it's probably not 100% relevant. What you do see is that there are seven beds in this room. Um, there are two in the uh, southwest, two in the southeast, two in the northeast, and one in the northwest, along with uh, where your spiral staircase is entered. Each of them contains the corpse of a dwarf. Does one of them they have glasses? One of them's bald. One of them has like a like a bunch of tissues. No, one looks tired no. all the time. Does one, one look super no, they ornery? No, they, they, they look pretty dwarfish for the most part, but each of them has a masterwork longsword similar to the ones on the other side impaled through their chest. Uh, Jarrah would, yes. would like to do a religion check to see if this was like an, um, something murdered them or if this is some weird like dwarven thing. Well, we don't worry about that. I got you, bro. Because I can bring things back to life. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> right. But are we? What I want to know first: two things. Because one, I want to apologize to everyone after I do this, because I just there's a couple cantrips that I have that aren't attack cantrips that are not written down, um, and I didn't know that I had them. To be quite honest, that's my bad. Um, <laughs> so, the first thing I'm gonna do is I should have done when we came in, especially for Hedrick. Uh, I have a cantrip called light, which allows me to emit light so people can see things, right? Cast Are it we on still in the if you're going to do that for Hedrick, cast it on something that he can cover so that if we need to cover the light source, right, he can like toss something over it. I was going to cast it on my cod piece <laughs> so, I could, so I could cover it no. up real fast if, uh, no. if I needed to. No, I'd that's say not what don't don't worry, man. Nobody wants to look at that. In fact, you don't have I, to look I at just it. Do it, it with it, my it drumstick. Emanates, it emanates twenty feet of light. Yeah, Hedrick has light as well. I, I actually have oh, the. Right. I'm I'm already, 
I can do all. Um, so all that being said, I just yeah, I felt you, bad you've... that our boy's been in the dark. There's already anyway. enough emanating from your cod piece. Thank you. Um, so yeah, do they, have you guys told us what's down there? Have we all gone down, seen the corpses, yeah. like where, yes, that where we're at? We, we've gone back, we've co- tried to coax everybody up into the other room, uh, who follows? Hedrick, Are you coaxing yeah, them so. with the knowledge of what's over there, or just trying to surprise them? Uh, no, we're coaxing them with the knowledge, and while, while, uh, Pregnard does that, he, he casts, uh, mage armor, because he's pretty spooked. Yeah, that's kind of spooky. It's not the um, worst I, idea I've heard. Before we get all the way down there, I'll say to the team, I actually like Hoblet's idea of speak with dead, because at the very least, if they can't tell us much, they can at least tell us if they lived here or whatever, right? They might know exactly what way we need to go to get to, you know, to get through here. So I'd say let's cautiously approach it. Are there any other doors in this room besides the French doors that I'm assuming are there? No, Dave, there are not. Okay. Do I know the the name of like the gate or like where we're where are we trying to go? Um, they had only said the north gate. I see what you're trying to do. Um. Okay. Is there, uh, so this would be like a crew of dudes. Um, is there any indication that one of them might have been the leader? Like is one dress better than the rest or maybe in a bed that's a little bit bigger or has something on the headboard or something like that? Is there any way to determine that one of them might be, you know, in charge? Hmm. Well, you're a dwarf, so you would be able to read all of the runes pretty natively. For and sure. see Corporal Crag has the one bed on its own near the uh, near the spiral staircase there, also okay. near the French doors. Is also, that a family name that I know? K-R-A-G-G. No, it's not one you're entirely familiar with. Okay. I'm going to do a quick thing before we continue our investigation. I'm going to walk to the French doors crack them open slightly send slim through like to like perch yourself kind of sneakily on the balcony and just sort of be a lookout and i'm going to just give her the simple order to essentially you know we can because we can communicate telepathically right so just give me a little like a little telepathic screech if she senses any movement Okay, that's uh, that sounds uh, that sounds like some solid planning there. Because that way we can snuff out the light that Hedrick's carrying on his drumstick, and we can like just try to make ourselves like just like as silent as possible in case she comes, you know, in case Baron Artrusover comes like storming through the the bottom room. Mm-hmm. Almost like she had before. Right. Um, How long so, dead do these people look? That's my yeah, well, that's question. That's uh, that's something worth investigating. I think, I think that would be a, probably a medicine check. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. All right, medicine away. Uh, twenty. Twenty. They've been dead for a while, long enough that 
they've been deceased for a bit and there's been a little bit of decay but not so long that they you know they still smell so let's say about two weeks you think but these are dead there's... like celestials like they like they died in heaven you know so like yes so that's so a there's thing. a hint of vanilla with the rot and decay <laughs> more just like this should be extra spooky because we have dead things like actual dead like allies potentially right here Got it. oh right in in this layer context matters <laughs> so theoretically who could have possibly have gotten in here and out without disturbing that or Baron our true silver is that distraught that she can't distinguish friend from foe and literally killed and she manages to fleet. stab seven of them in she's in a, the dark i mean i know she's, she's a goddess she's a goddess but to her own protectors like uh, you, what, you what saw, kind of you, state is she in uh, you saw the state that she was in when she threw a fucking table leg through a door well i understand distraught i, I can't say i fully understand dwarves but <laughs> we've been traveling with one for a very long time and I still don't understand dwarves. Hoblet, I, I think this is a, a place of your expertise. I mean, these are your brethren. Actually, Hoblet, if you want to cast Speak with Dead, I think that is a fantastic idea right here. Let's do it right on that, yes. that, that corporal you mentioned. Gentlemen, we're going to bring one of these men back to life to see if we can find out some information. Um... If I remember correctly, it's like five questions or something like that, right? Yes, I can ask. So, uh, Dave, if you're not, are you, do you know the ins and outs here? Uh, I think you should run it by one more time. Okay. It's been it's been at a least a year of real time no. since you've uh, done it. No, he did it. No, oh, yeah. no, no. Verbally abusive demon skull. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, I wish so I would have gotten more Do these corp, uh, none of them are undead, correct? They are not undead. They are okay. just dead dead. They all still have a mouth. Like the corporal yes. still has, because he, he has to have a mouth. It specifically says that. Yes. Okay. The so only then, the only thing wrong outside of some rigor mortis and several weeks of decay is a masterwork dwarven longsword uh, that seems to have sprouted from his chest, hilt first. Okay. Hilt um, first. And I'm assuming, well... This spell also could not have been cast on them within the last 10 days. So no one else has been through here and cast this spell on these bodies in we the last know. 10 days. Just yeah, I can't answer that for you. Okay. Well, um, much similar to the way that a televangelist fucking cures the demons out of somebody, a hoblet walks up to the corporal and opens his palm and kind of, I'm going to like open palms, like give him a little smack on the forehead. Wake up! His eyes snap open wide with him showing a mix of panic, fear, and distress. His corpse, just recently and very suddenly roused from being dead, starts to shake violently. Corporal Crag. I, I, yes. My name is Hoblet, the Smasher. My friends and I are coming through to try to assist, and we came upon you and your party 
deceased here in what appears to be your quarters. Corporal Crag, Crag, right? Crag? Crag, yes. Corporal Crag, what, what happened here? <laughs> um, um, she- Dave, just so you know, I, I didn't finish reading it to you. I'm sorry. Okay. You can, if you think that I'm hostile, you don't have to answer anything. Honestly, this is not like the, you have to tell me the truth spell. Which I can um, use, but I don't feel like we have to in this situation. <laughs> right. And, uh, it only animates the spirit. So the body can't really do anything. You can't learn new information and you can't speculate about future events unless you the, had yeah. concrete knowledge. Can't. Yeah. The dead right. person can't learn anything new or, or speculate. Right. right. Oh yeah. 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 I, I, we can do all those things, but you, those are the things that you can't. So like, unless you, you know, I guess knew of an imminent something you can't say like maybe or whatever. Um, your answers can be brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and you're under no compulsion to answer truthfully. But mostly you would only do that if it's, you're recognizing me as an enemy. Yeah, so really the first question was, what happened here? What happened here? She came to us in her dreams. She was... She was distraught. She, went, she wanted to know where he was. She would, I don't know who he... He is. She wanted to know. We couldn't tell her. We can't tell her what... We don't know. We don't even know who... She was, she was our protector. She's the mother of safety. She killed us. I'm sorry, she killed them in their dreams? That's fucked. She's the Freddy Krueger of Dwarven Heaven. <laughs> so maybe I'm just going to look at I'm going to look at Hedrick and be like this maybe is starting to paint the picture of the level of uh, of, of state, maybe the state that she is this this, this Baronar is in now, FYI. If you're listening, that's what we're dealing and, with. And you, you can see him just nodding to like a obscene amount. Uh, I'm going to like be tapping Hobbit, Hobbit, Hobbit. Uh, ask them how we get to the uh, like the, 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 the Great Forge and to like the North Gate. Corporal, that's a tragedy. I'm sorry for your loss. But. My friends and I are looking to advance the cause. We need to find the North Gate. Could you guide me? The, the, the North... I can't leave here. But, 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 but... You need to... The gates are all on the Western Wall. West, the Western Wall, the Western Wall, the Western Wall. We defended, we defended the Western Wall. What did, what did we... What did we... She killed, she killed us. I... Why? But the north, the north gate. It's north along along the wall. Um, you get you get to the west, and then to the north, or go to the north and then get to the, the west. That's where the gate is. It's north of here and to, to the west. 
Maybe maybe get out of the kill room, out through the foyer. That that that's a good place. There's uh there's God Why Why Okay, alright. Alright, that's good. So we we probably should have gone west to begin with, but man, this sucks. Okay. Uh Oh there are well, um Why Some other things that I wrote down. Well, I guess I can't really do this now, can I? Because if I ask a question, he's going to fucking answer it. Go. Whatever. You got the questions. Go. Um, we have three more, right? Yeah. <laughs> are there any other friendlies located in the building that we might be able to team up with and ask for help? I don't know. There's, there's, there's another gate... There's a garrison, like us, like us, like us at the north, the north, the north, at the north of the quarters, the north of the quarters, the north of the quarters. Oh my God! If she went, my goddess, my goddess herself, she went through. The goddess uh, would have gone through. She is that the last thing she went through? Yeah. She went through their dreams. She didn't. Um, but if he got to, if she obviously killed these guys in this room, she may have killed those guys as yeah, well. In the other that's, that's the, yeah. that's the, I mean, maybe she killed them in real life here too, but they weren't awake enough to know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Um, I actually. Other question I have is irrelevant because I'm asking him to speculate on something, so I can't ask it. Well, I actually maybe have a question you can ask him before we put him back to rest here. Does, uh, gentlemen, we have two more questions. Does anyone have anything to ask? Um, I'd like to see maybe if he. If anyone at all. I'd like to anyone. see. Does anyone have hey, any questions they would like hey, to ask? Down, down here, bud. Oh, oh, yes, Felix. What? What? Uh, ask him if he knows if anyone can operate the great anvil or if there's something special we need to go do to make it work. Corporal, is there anyone left who can operate the great anvil or do we need anything special to make it work? There may be troops. There may be troops in the actual garrison past the past. We were, we were, we were the Reverend Mother's, we were the Reverend Mother's home guard, past past the home, past the past the home, past the quarters. There, there may be other dwarves past there. That's 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 where that's where the anvil is. Moradin, she she, clarity clarity. She wouldn't. She wouldn't let him keep his workshop in the house. It had to be, it had to be. So much escapes. I'm sorry. That's helpful. I don't have any other questions, so if we want to just let this guy, you know, actually rest, final rest here, I'm, I'm good. Corporal, one final thing, brother. Sir. Thank you for your help. Is there anything that I can do to repay you? any debts that I can settle for you here in life on my future quests. It's not even life. I, I, I don't. I don't. 
I don't. He just keeps like stuttering and blinking off into the distance, clearly mm-hmm. traumatized. I was trying to help just, brother out. Until eventually his spirit literally just, you know, goes back to rest. Uh, if he's not if he's not doing anything, I can actually release him, so I'm gonna give him another uh Be gone! Pop on the head. And he flops down. Final trauma. Um, So. Well, that's rough. Here's a fun fact. I've got like 37 level three spells. So do we want to bring another one of these guys back to life? Well, you don't have 37 you can cast, but. No, but I've got, I've got enough that I can do this again if we feel like we want to, but. I think the rest of these guys will probably know just as much as this one does. Let's not. Come on. So, Let's not waste any more time here. And everyone could hear him, like I'm assuming. I don't have to relay any of this information. Yeah, I don't think it's telepathic. Right. So he's probably you... speaking dwarvish. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna put a finger up real quick, and I'm gonna shift to slim senses and just kind of peer around that kill box room, right? Just to make sure that it's still quiet. You, nothing there to your knowledge. Well, I think we have to go back to where we started and start heading Agreed. west. It sounds like okay. west first and then climb to the north, hopefully. We don't want to check the other uh, barracks to see if they killed those guys too. Well, what I'm finding curious is that there's also no way down from here. We haven't found that at all yet. Um, there's only up, one man. other door is- up here, and that was in the other the other side of the like the northern balcony like room that opened up there's one door in there yeah it feels like we're in a tower i was gonna say a while ago like has anyone seen this building from the outside it's huge it was there was a gigantic there was a massive drawbridge coming down and it's like built into a fucking mountain so no we don't have like an idea of the layout no it's massive but well, you know what, Dave? Gates, gates can be anywhere. Gates can be subterranean or up towards the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Dave doesn't suck. He's just trying to like create a actual story, and we're just here bumble fucking around his fortress. <laughs> hey, yeah. as is tradition. We got, we got plot tonight. Yeah, yeah, That's that was really interesting. I'm really happy. Like you're casting those spells that we haven't had. We have not had anything like that available to us. What I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you guys are in this room or possibly milling around on the uh, balcony uh, on the south end of that, um, I guess, funnel room there. I don't want to have to rope ourselves down because it's going to be a lot harder to bring the rope down with us. I'd like to find a natural way down. Right. Again, leave nothing disturbed. We don't need any god like distraught. God is killing us in our sleep. So, um, um, oh, Quinn, you have something? Well, I hold on. No, but I was thinking about the cat's grace stuff that I put on people. Because we could so drop without really fall great. damage, right? I yeah. think so. That would be if we had feather. Someone had feather fall. I mean, it's or I could, up. I could, right. you know, pile more. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, hold that on. Hurts. So, Cat's Grace, the target has advantage on dex checks, also doesn't take damage from falling 20 feet or less if it isn't yep. incapacitated. 
Perfect so height. all three of them can jump. So we can use the rope to get down and then somebody can just jump down afterward. Okay, I love that plan. Um, so yeah, let's, Hedrick, tie the rope down. You, Quinn, and Pregnart, climb down. And then um, I'll untie the rope. I'll bring it down to you and we'll just, the rest of us will jump down. Well, Jarrell, yeah, definitely. He's that grace. He already has it. So well, me, Jarell, well, well, me Jarell, and Hoblet have it. Only, only one person has to actually jump down. Yeah, but it's fun if we all jump down. Why wouldn't I jump down? Yeah, I can, this, is, this is how it's going to end. Okay, whatever. The only, the only obstacle in our path that we, we all need to jump off dramatically like in a freeze <laughs> frame. Three of us do. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and actually, we can't jump off because it's 20 feet up, so we have to hang down. And <laughs> if you jump, that's more than 20 feet in your Just go to the other side of the railing of the balcony and then lower yourself and then jump. Yeah, let go. Wait, I take abs. Hold on. I take absolutely no damage. No chance of taking damage at all from this fall. Only or less. There. It says, yeah. Hobbit's going to stand there and fall like a tree. Just like log <laughs> off. And it's oh, the weirdest flopped. landing because it's you just land on your back with a thud. It's a greasy thud too. It, it, it's it's just a very. There's not even a bounce. There's no resonate. There's just boom. like you throwing a pickle at a window. Like you yeah. were a cat with buttered toast on your back. <laughs> what? <laughs> and you guys never yeah. played pickle races? Hold on. No. It's getting better. Pickle, it's getting better. Pickle off your hamburger. Everyone throws it at the window, and you either so see who's Wayne's going world. Out. Yeah. Right? Oh. Right. <laughs> no one's ever done this in real life. No, because I oh. like pickles. No, yeah, because they're delicious. Damn. Why would you throw them? I love them? pickles. And I'm a good person. I we're eat all pickles. pickle eaters here. <laughs> okay. Let's stop pickle shaming, James. I mean, I mean, McDonald's <laughs> pickles are different from like a pickle at a deli. Yes. Yeah, and someone's got to clean that up, James. Hey, I'm not an asshole. It's a streak of ketchup. You just wipe it up with a fucking napkin. I'm not a, I'm not a horrible person. I understand the plight of the fast food worker. What did what? You know what? Whatever. Let's let, let's bring this back in so we can we can get this one back to the garage with most of the wheels on it still. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the I'll let the three of them climb down. Then I'll untie the rope. OK, then- just for my records or my personal interest or for audience clarification, who are the three who are climbing down? Pregnart and Quinn. Pregnart, Quinn, and Hedrick. Hedrick. And Hedrick. Uh, yeah, Hedrick. I can jump this shit. Oh my okay. god. I'm not gonna bother. Okay. okay, so Pregnart and Quinn climb down. Hedrick, you're gonna jump down on your own power? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can just uh, safe fall that, or uh, do you have some sort of uh, check you're gonna make? I take half damage from falling. <laughs> okay. Uh, 20 feet is... Oh, geez, 2d6. What? 2d6. 2d6, yeah, it's a d6. I would, I would, I would at, least be able, at least be able to make a check to tumble my way out of this acrobatically. I mean, I can, I can parkour my way over the railing, lower myself to the floor level, and then just drop and push off the wall and roll it out. Like no that's, big deal. That, that's fine then. Um, make me Instead an acrobatics check to get out of this. <laughs> Otherwise, take half fall. Come damage. on, that one. Well, I still get a seventeen. 
Okay. You get to add plus yeah. four from Jarrell too. Sure, oh, yeah. seventeen would have done the job. No, that would be for a saving four, throw. Oh, I thought it was. All right, no. we'll take your seventeen. You still pass the thing. You're not taking any damage. Everybody gets down with no damage taken. That was not <laughs> difficult, folks. Yeah. So we just made it difficult. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was just trying to pull this uh, this last scene in here. Maybe as an exercise for myself. I don't know. Wait, Pregnard slid down the rope. <laughs> there we have it. And since I can't top that sound effect, that's where I'm going to end this episode. Guys, if you like us, we can be found on the internet. We're in such places as Reddit slash r slash hapless heroes podcast. If you search for hapless heroes podcast on Facebook, you'll find us there at hapless heroes on both Twitter and the gram. Uh, those are also good social media links for us and all of those taking the crown jewel of our internet presence, our discord server where we can be found and interacted with on a daily basis because some of us just sort of live on the internet like that. And while you're there, we've got a variety of channels where we discuss D&D and non-D&D related things. We'd love it if you would come and join us and be part of our ever-growing community. If you really like us, though, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. If your uh, podcast service or the way of uh, listening to the Hapless Heroes allows you to leave a review, please do. If uh, for some reason that does not, and you've uh, taken those earlier directions and find your way onto our Discord, we have a channel there called Five Stars where you can leave us a review. Regardless of which place you leave it, we will read it on air should we find it and recognize you as the five-star person that you are. If you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash... Oh, where's that tab? There it is. Patreon.com slash Hapless Heroes, where we have a variety of membership levels that you could support the podcast with. And you can read all about what those things are there, and that will tell you in a much more concise and comprehensive manner than I could. But what I can tell you is that those donations have kept our podcast going. They have upgraded our equipment. They have uh, paid our hosting costs. They've uh, kept us uh, producing this sort of quality content for years, and it's going to keep us producing quality content for years to come. So thank you very much to those who have uh, been and become and continue to be patrons of the podcast. We love you. And if you like us, uh, right now you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, um, kill a bunch of pigeons and uh, chop all their little feet <laughs> off. And... Uh, Attach them to little cherry tomatoes and uh, send <laughs> them uh, marching uh, on little roller skates uh, down a hill and uh, to Oprah's house. What? What? <laughs> you, just, you just feed off the confused expressions, don't you? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, those... those great in a very avant-garde and please don't actually do this to the birds kind of way no you can do it to pigeons pigeons are worthless they're they're fine you can chop their little feet off (laughs) it really does feel like week after week it's rolling the random and you are trying to stack random on top of random on top of random and i mean the fact that you um, assume there's a downhill yeah that's to oprah's house is quite presumptuous yeah that's the real crux of this is you could is drop them out of the helicopter. slope. Is there a slope to Oprah's house, and will that slope sustain like the sort of 
like ball bearings that could even like fit into uh, roller skates that would fit onto pigeons' feet. The skates are gonna do an all. The skates are doing. I all guess the we'll work. find Those out if anyone else yeah. are not doing it. Yeah, we'll find out someday. Never, we're gonna outro us from this <laughs> disaster here, starting from my left with Hobbit the Smasher, played by James. I talked to a dead guy tonight. To his left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I apparently did help somehow. To his left, we have Pregnart, played by Zach. I smelled it. To his left, we have Hedrick, the Entertainer, played by Phil. The West is the best. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. And to his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzabottom, played by Francesca. It's time for a new plan. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this week on the Hapless Heroes. We will see you uh, next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 You're welcome, Oprah. Mike Tython wants to know your location. (laughs) 